So Martin Heidegger asked me, what is the smallest number of days that you can train a week and still achieve 80 to 90% of the results that you're going to see? Dear Martin, I like your idea. Let's talk about it. So first of all, I just want to say that this question is really close to my heart because even though lately I've been documenting my journey as I was doing some higher volume protocols and I've been experimenting with upping the ante a little bit, you know, just pushing the envelope a little bit more, still at heart, I'm still a guy who likes the idea of getting more results for less effort. You know, even though I'm training every day now with high volume and high frequency, you know, if you've seen pictures of me on the channel, which the next time I'm getting down to 10% body fat, I swear I'll snap a few more pictures so that I can show you a bit more, not just these two that I'm putting up all the time. You know, if you think that this is a good physique, keep in mind that most of that physique development came from fairly minimalistic training approaches. You know, for most of my training journey, I didn't train with crazy high amounts of volume and I still managed to achieve a pretty decent level of physique development. Now I'm experimenting with much more hardcore approaches, but fundamentally my approach is about picking a frequency and volume amount which is sustainable, blends into your lifestyle in a comfortable way, doesn't force you into optimizing everything in your life so that you can actually accommodate all that training volume, and getting really nice, sweet, sustainable gains over the long term. Now, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned getting 80 to 90% of your gains because that is a huge qualifier. You know, going from 50% of your gains to 80% or 90% of your gains is a lot easier than going from 80 to 90% of your gains to 100% of your gains. And this is where we need to revisit the concept of diminishing returns because we see this all the time in fitness. You know, someone who looks crazy impressive and freaky on steroids has probably already looked pretty impressive naturally. You know, someone who has a really impressive physique after 10 years of training probably already had or at least could have had a pretty impressive physique after three years of training. Someone who has built a crazy good physique with a super hardcore training approach probably also could have had a fairly impressive physique with a much more minimalistic approach. And conversely, if someone completely failed to build at least a somewhat impressive physique on a minimalistic approach, it is unlikely that he will turn into a freak all of a sudden if he decides to push the envelope crazy hard. Now, of course, we have to mention some threshold phenomena here. You know, it is only so minimalistic you can get and still get somewhere. You know, the HIT community, or I think greatly underselling how good of a result you can achieve naturally with somewhat average genetics, because their training approach is so minimalistic that with that kind of approach, there is only so big you can get. You know, if you're only doing one or two sets per week to failure, then yes, you're going to cap out your gains much sooner than if you were to dedicate some more effort and time into your training. But to once again reference myself here, the pictures that I've showed of my physique as of where I've gotten in recent times, you know, that was built with protocols which could have been fit into a two to three workouts per week type of training protocol. So let's talk about these much more minimalistic approaches here. The first question we need to ask here is what differentiates a protocol where you're training two to three times a week from a protocol where you're training six days a week? There are many ways in which we can answer this, but I think the biggest discrepancy comes from the gains that you can make from doing only a handful of big compound exercises which hit a lot of muscle groups on your body versus the extra gains that you can get from adding in a whole bunch of extra exercises. You know, if you have a protocol where you're doing, say, three lifts for your upper body, maybe four, and then three lifts for your lower body. So it could be a squat variation, a deadlift variation, and a calf raise. And then it could be a horizontal push, like a bench press or a push up. And it could be a vertical pull, like a pull down or a chin up. And then it could be another horizontal 
pull, let's say, and then maybe a vertical press, that is going to cover the vast majority of muscle groups in your body. I mean, a squat is going to hit your quads, obviously. It's also going to hit your glutes, even to your calves to some extent. In your upper body, it's going to give you some decent core stimulation. It's going to hit your erectors as well. So that's going to cover a lot of ground. A horizontal push, like a push-up, let's say, is obviously going to hit your chest, your front delts, your triceps, even to some extent your side delts, and then also your abs, so your core is going to get some stimulation because of the stabilizing role. So you're, you can cover a lot of ground with just doing a couple of compound lifts. And if you only resort to these more basic compound lifts, then you can easily fit all of that into two, maybe three workouts per week. And if you're doing enough sets and you're willing to do not just three to four exercises per workout, but maybe, you know, six to seven, and you have maybe an hour and a half to dedicate to these workouts at any given time, you can basically build up the vast majority of your physique that you're ever going to build up. Some of the extra benefits that you will get from training, say, five to six days a week is things like shorter workouts at any given time. So maybe the quality of your workout is going to be a bit higher. You're not going to be as fatigued in certain lifts from previous lifts that you did in the same workout. And also you will be able to allocate more volume in and you will be able to add in more accessory lifts. So for example, if you're training six days a week and you have five to six exercises that you're willing to do in each session, you can add in a lot of arm work, extra calf work, maybe some glute isolation work, trap work even if you want to build your traps up more. You know, if you have only two to three workouts to do per week, I mean, adding in something like shrugs is as useful as adding in the signaling lamp into a BMW. In theory, it could be useful, but in practice, nobody is going to make use of it. So I would say that if you can do six to seven exercises in a session and you have enough time that you can dedicate to each session and you're doing enough sets from these exercises, then in two workouts, I think you can still progress even at the fairly advanced level. If you can do three workouts per week, then it's even better. You have more room to add in more exercises. And I think that you can basically develop your physique all the way to your genetic potential that way. There are, of course, still some extra benefits from doing more workouts per week, such as the ones I mentioned before. But but if you're not super, super serious about it all, then you can be just fine doing only three workouts per week. And there are, of course, a couple of caveats that we have to mention. Since I mentioned it in the last two videos, my sadly only 38 centimeter arms, let's show them once again. You know, I've been training them diligently for years at this point. You know, I have been doing a lot of heavy chin-ups, pull-downs, rows. I have done a lot of isolation work, both triceps and biceps, and they are only still this size. I am pretty fairly confident that if I'm only sticking with the compound basics, they will just not grow any further from this point onwards. If I actually do want them to grow, I will have to train them in a more dedicated fashion and I will have to do more arm isolation work. Now, on the other hand, the flip side of what I just said, you know, recently I've done a pretty high amount of volume. I've been in the gym every day and my training volume was through the roof at certain times, most of the time actually, and my arms, as far as I can tell, they did not grow any further. So let's just reiterate this. You know, I've done a lot of volume, dedicated a lot more time in the gym. I exposed myself to increased elbow injury risk and just overall increased overuse injury risk. And my arms are still the same size. Whereas I am fully confident in saying that if I did not do this additional volume and I didn't do any arm isolation work whatsoever, only did heavy chin-ups, presses, and different pulling movements, I probably could have maintained the size of my arms. So once again, we are coming back to these threshold effects. You know, sometimes going from a very minimal amount of effort to much more effort is not guaranteeing growth to you. Sometimes you actually need to put in 
a hugely disproportionate amount of work to actually see results. So the extra 15 to 20 sets of arm work that I did in the past couple of months was not enough to make my arms grow. But maybe if I did an extra 40 sets for my arms, maybe that would have been enough. We can't know it for sure. It's just speculation, but this is something to keep in mind for sure. So with that, I want to display to you a sample workout with two workouts per week, which I think could get you pretty damn far as far as your physique development and another workout with three workouts per week. They are not perfect. I admittedly did not bend over backwards to put together the perfect minimalistic workouts, but I do think that they are going to do a pretty damn good job. So let's take a look at them. So in the two day a week protocol, we have a squat, a leg curl, a bench press, a chin up, a calf raise, a curl variation and a lateral. The lateral and the curls are completely optional and you can absolutely feel free to take them out. But if you leave them in, then you can get some extra gains in the shoulder and arm department. But you know, if you're pressed on time, then the previous movements are already going to give you a fair amount of bang for your buck. The bench press and the chin-ups are going to train the majority of your muscle mass. The chin-ups are also going to hit the rear delts and to some extent your lateral delts, so you could argue that the laterals are somewhat redundant, but you know, if you're a guy and you really wanna go for that extra shoulder blow up, then you might find them useful. Then on the second day, we have RDLs, a Bulgarian split squat, an overhead press, a pull up, a push up, or some other horizontal push, a calf raise again, and curls. And needless to say, once again, the curls are optional and it's also based on preference. So if for you, the triceps are a bigger concern, then you could add in some tricep extensions instead of the curls, or maybe even some shrugs for traps. You know, you can consider these slots for these exercises as optional exercise slots, which you can substitute in with whatever you want to. Then let's see the three day a week protocols. For one of the days, we have squats, bench presses, chin-ups, lateral raises and leg curls. You could actually substitute the lateral raises in this case with overhead presses. You know my opinion on overhead presses. They are not as good for the side delts as a lateral raise, but they will hit more muscle mass, which can be useful when you are operating with a more minimalistic training approach. Then on the second day, you have Bulgarian split squats, but it could also be like a Smith machine, feet forward squat, or any kind of squat pattern, really just wanted to substitute in a different squat variation instead of the back squat to at least have some variation. Then we have push-ups, pull-ups, calf raises, and curls or, you know, whatever isolation exercises you want to substitute in here. Then on the third day, we have RDLs, leg extensions, lap prayers, which is a straight arm pull down variation, overhead presses, chest flies, and calf raises. Chest flies are something that we can afford in a three day a week protocol because we have a bit more exercises anyway, so we don't need to make all exercises as compound like. And I think in this case, it is good to have some variation on the chest exercise front. You know, if you're only training two days a week, then chest flies are quite a luxury. You know what I said about the signaling lamp and the BMW, right? And as far as how many sets I'm recommending for all of these, I would say anywhere from four to six. So, you know, if you're getting somewhere between eight and 12 heart sets for each muscle group, that is pretty good. And, you know, if you find it over time that it's just not enough, then you might have to do a little bit more and just substitute in a couple more exercises here and there. These workouts on the whole are still not crazy long. So there is still room for adding in an exercise here and there to each of these workouts. And then you might need to do eight or so exercises per session, but it is still not crazy if you're resting a bit shorter 
and you're economizing on time a bit more when you're in the gym and you're not messing around with your phone as much when you're in there, right? So these would be the workouts. I am certain that there is a lot of room for improvement. Again, I just put them together fairly quickly. I am sure that they can be optimized a lot further. And if you want to tweak them, then feel free to. This is just solely an example. So yeah, these will be the workouts I would recommend for a more minimalistic type setup. So yeah, those will be the workouts. Hopefully this answered your question to some extent. What is the minimum number of days that you can do to still make 80 to 90% of your gains? I would say that would be something like two workouts per week. And then with three workouts per week, you are absolutely golden. You will get better results if you train five or six days a week, but the diminishing returns are getting pretty severe at a certain point. So keep that in mind at all times. And the final thing I want to mention that if you want to see more workouts like this, then I recommend that you check out the training system that Birge Fagerli put together at sustainablestelldevelopment.com. There you can see these more minimalistic workouts and also more hardcore workouts. So you can find protocols where you only train two days a week and also where you're training six days a week. So it is all laid out with some other stuff such as nutritional considerations, lifestyle considerations, and you can find that at sustainablestelldevelopment.com slash courses. So that would be a plug for this video. But with that plug, I'm also going to plug this pen back into the <laughs> pencil uh, case. <laughs> So yeah, guys, that's all I had to say in this video. Hopefully this was helpful and useful in some ways. Let me know what you thought. Drop a like if you liked the video and subscribe for more content like this. And with that, see you next time.